Hmm. Welcome. Thanks so much for joining. Thank you for being here. Uh, as we're getting settled in, just take a moment to gather up anything that you need for practice. Um, most of the time when we're practicing here, we just have tea bowl and loose leaf tea. And go ahead and start your hot water heating. If you have to go to another room to do that, go ahead and just take your time. You know, this part takes uh, very leisurely. There's no rushing here. Starting your hot water, gathering your tea, clearing your space to invite as much intentionality and in settling into the space as we can. Something that we discover in this practice is intention is something we reveal over time. We may not know when we're first getting started exactly what we need. What does spaciousness feel like? What a sense of calm and peacefulness in our space. What does that look like? What do we need for that? And that's okay. That's part of the evolution of this. So you start with where you are today. And you observe those effects very gently, without judgment, without a critical assessment. You just notice, how did you feel in your space, in your practice today? Even just little things like the direction you're facing in your room. The position that you're sitting in, what you're sitting on. If having a journal nearby helps or it does not, we just notice and we adapt and we make little changes and kind of like building a nest. We make our nest for our little space for coming home, being able to safely contemplate, which means to wonder about things that we don't know all the answers for. Contemplating isn't necessarily about thinking about things that we already know. It's seeking and understanding. And to do so, we need a, a sense of support. Just be aware as we gather and settle and then coming to an upright seat on your cushion or your chair and allowing the surface activity of the body to just settle. Be aware of if you hear or observe anything in yourself that is assessing or judging or being critical of your setup, of your attitude, of your thoughts, your own patterns, 
and recognize perhaps where that voice comes from. It may not even be you that's saying it. It might be other people or other messages that you've picked up. And it just sounds like you, but it's not. Just be aware and be kind to this aspect of ourselves. It won't respond with more negativity. But it also does not need to influence you, to rule you, to decide what your practice looks like and feels like. Allowing yourself a moment to really settle into the cushion that you're sitting on, your chair, your sofa. Taking a moment to feel your feet. Where are your feet right now? Are they folded underneath you? Are they touching the floor or the carpet? Wherever they are, squish the toes around to really feel your feet. Really seeing the sensation of each toe. A little bit of space at the arch, the groundedness of the heel. Then notice other points of you that make contact with something that supports you. your calves, your thighs, your seat, your hands resting in your lap. Sending your awareness to each of these points And then also noticing how your breath is this morning. Simply pausing to enjoy an in-breath and an out-breath without trying to direct it or change it. Just notice it. And then let's shift our awareness and our attention to our tea that we're going to be enjoying this morning. So taking your tea, picking it up with two hands to show your full attention, your gratitude, your awareness to your tea. And as you hold your leaves, consider the 
if you were to count them, how many leaves are in your hand? Don't actually try to count them, but just wonder about that. All this tea, what you hold. And the tea is made from harvesting very young leaves from the plant. Little baby tea leaves have maybe only been growing for about a week and a half or two weeks before they're harvested. No matter what kind of tea they become, they're all full of the same promise. They're also a reflection of their moment, their season. The ones that are harvested now will be quite different in two weeks or in another month. It's so a part of the wonder of tea as we take this moment to touch our leaves and to smell them. To breathe that in is this continuity that happens because of the place where the tea comes from and the humans that interact with it. The patterns of how they interact with the tea, there's continuity and there's also a constant conversation and evolving as the tea changes throughout the season and throughout the years. And at the same time, each manifestation that you see in front of you is very young. And so as we take a moment to appreciate our tea, to breathe in our tea, when we think about that, what parts of ourself are very young, very new, and what parts are continuation? Whenever you feel ready, we can serve ourselves a portion of our tea. Just a nice, generous pinch of leaves in our bowl. Noticing the feeling of setting them down in the bowl, of placing them. Rather than like a, a dropping or carelessly dumping them, but placing them in the cup. What does it feel like to have that, even that kind of intention with how we serve ourselves? And if your hot water is ready, get your kettle. It's moving smoothly and easily through your space as you go to get your hot water. Enjoying your footsteps, enjoying the weight of the kettle as we pick it up. And then once we have our hot water, we can slowly add a stream of fresh heated water over our tea, moving as slow as possible for the kettle that you're holding. Trying to practice going even slower. 
than you might be used to. Really to connect with this present moment of what it is you're actually doing, not the sense memory of it or the habit of it. Really feeling it out. And then invite your awareness to just rest softly on the surface of the tea. The hands could rest in the lap or they could rest alongside the bowl if the bowl is right in front of you on the table. Soften your eyes. See if you can watch something without gripping at it, squinting, piercing with the eyes, trying to understand, just soften. Soften the eyelids, the eyebrows, a little space between the eyebrows, the corner of the eyes, space under the eyes, just at the top of the cheeks. Relax your jaw, perhaps even opening the mouth a few times, rolling the jaw around, side to side. You just notice where you might be holding tension in your jaw. Relax the tongue in the mouth. And as you watch the steam rising from your bowl, see if you can become aware of the sensation of your breath coming in and out through your nose. And the awareness of the sensation to the very tip of the nose, the area around each nostril. And with the softness of your gaze matching this softness of the inhale and exhale, just watch your tea. This scene of softening and opening taking place in the bowl. That is different every time we come to sit with it, but also a continuation as we come to sit with it. Isn't that so interesting? And it is the same and is also different. If the bowl seems like it's a comfortable temperature, we can lift the tea to the nose. Take a deep, grateful breath in and invite the body to release what it doesn't need this morning. And again, that's okay if you don't know what that is. You don't have specific words for it or an emotion, or you might know exactly what it is you don't need right now. 
That's just the intention of letting something go. And as you breathe your tea, just notice how the breath pattern of the body responds. What are the first things that tend to happen as you breathe in your tea? Do you take a deeper breath in? Do you maybe hold it at the top of the inhale? Is the exhale really smooth and relishing or is it like just a big leaving the body, the shoulders drop down? What pattern do you engage with? as you smell your tea. See if you can notice even if this pattern might be different depending on the tea that you're enjoying. Do you respond to your environment, in other words? And if the temperature seems okay, we can take a sip of tea anytime we like. Lowering our cup and our bowl for just a moment to appreciate this moment of the first sip. The impression in the mouth and in the nose, the back of the throat. Maybe sensation around the eyes and the cheeks, the forehead. Noticing what shifts with the first sip. Maybe a sense of brightness or relief. A sense of being able to settle. Let's see what you notice for a moment before completely at your leisure. When you want to return and take another sip. Just allowing yourself to sip and then rest for a moment. Give yourself the space to exhale, to settle and notice one sip at a time what changes happen. Little teeny tiny quiet changes. And just at your own pace, 
as much tea as you'd like to sip right now. Just taking a little sip and then resting. Resting with our tea, if it's comfortable, we can hold the bowl with two hands close to the body. We can also set the cup down. It's really taking our time to be very intentional with our tea drinking. Allow yourself to observe if you had any expectations coming to sit for tea today. Expectations for the tea that you decided to practice with. Expectations for what you wanted to let go of and what you wanted to embrace and explore. expectations for how you thought you were going to feel. Just notice if anything comes to mind. Zen master and activist Thich Nhat Hanh says, if we are breathing with the expectation that our breath will do something for us, that we will feel a certain way or get something from our health, then we are still running. that we must breathe purely just to breathe. Is the idea that the expectations that we bring in sometimes don't allow us to really be present. At the same time, this is not an invitation to not caring, to apathy. You should care about your practice. You should care about your tea. And so how do we balance 
wanting to have intention and a direction. while still staying present, still staying very connected to what is here and now. And not setting ourselves up for perilous expectations. This is our contemplation for today. And so I invite you as we're sitting and transitioning into some deeper thought to stay with your tea, stay with yourself. Refresh your bowl with more hot water for clean slate, fresh thoughts to come in. Simply hold the bowl close to you and just rest and just sit in consideration of our space and our words that we'll offer and anything that comes up for you as we sit together.
today's theme is, you know, has resonance um, on this kind of meta level for Suze and I, because when we lay out the month of contemplation subjects, you know, we do so with a kind of vision of what will resonate, what seems appropriate for the month and the season that we're in. And then we arrive at the day and there are suddenly all of these other resonances based on the unfolding of what's going on in our shared, shared realm these days. And so this word perilous takes on new meaning for me than it did maybe three weeks ago whenever Susan and I sat down to, uh, to lay out these sessions. One thought that occurs to me is that every expectation is perilous, right? every single one, because it sets up for us the, the risk of disappointment. And disappointment is the severing of gratitude. And gratitude the severing of gratitude, for me, is the severing of spiritual connection. When I'm kind of wandering through my day without a sense of the miraculous, that's when I feel most displaced. And so I often think about connection to gratitude as being a reliable entry point into the fullness of myself, which is maybe the best way I can explain what I mean by um, spiritual connection, having access to the fullness of myself. That being said, you know, <clears throat> so do we just, do we not create expectation given this risk, you know? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe we don't. Maybe we just throw them out. And I'm thinking about the, the difference between expectation and intention. You know? That intention is something that we can rely on the continuity of. Whereas expectation is a kind of harder prediction about what's coming. And so my intention can be in dialogue with what is arising, but my expectation might be in conflict with what is arising. I appreciate Suze's insight that these leaves that are providing for us this wonderful beverage and also experience of embodiment, that they are a reflection of their moment. And of course, we are also that. We are maybe primarily that, that is primarily what we are.
But this word, you know, reflection implies different facets. Or maybe it doesn't inherently imply that. But when I think about reflection, well, what is the, what is the structure that is being reflected off of? Is it a, is it a plane? Or uh, is it like a gem with facets? I feel empowered when I think about myself as, as something, a, an object of reflection with many facets. And that part of my freedom as a human being is the ability to choose what I reflect from the reality of this moment. that I get to be in dialogue with the unfolding of, of what's next. You know, in my own, my own context here, one little gemstone on this vast terrain of the earth. But that still, even in my, my humble space, that this choice about what I reflect back to the world about now can be a great offering, a great devotion, something of great service. Audre Lorde has spoken about the quality of light by which we examine ourselves. And that we have agency, you know, through her words, the way I understand her writing, we have agency to determine the quality of light. It's a big, weird moment, super big, weird moment here. It's a scary moment. I spent much of last week just trying to regulate my nervous system you know, so I could be present for the opportunities to to teach and hold space in various ways. And, you know, I have no idea how this is going to shake out here in the States. I, I hope it shakes out the way that I would like it to, of course, as, as we all do. 
but I don't know, you know. And this, um, this idea of continuity that Suze has invoked, that, that the awareness of interdependence actually is the through line. The awareness of interdependence shows continuity. That feels grounding to me. That rather than, rather than accept the terms of engagement presented, which show me essentially a war, right? There are people that agree with me, people that disagree with me. It helps me, I find it helpful to consider that me and them are all arising as reflections of this moment. And that the fact that I have ended up reflecting what I do is a result of some choices I have made, but it is also a result of some experiences I have had. It is a result of many things that are outside the level of conscious choice. And so when I see people storm in the Capitol, um, when I see people sort of performing the same tired tropes of white supremacy that this country was founded on, when I see that that is still rolling, right? That there is a long karma that has resulted in this. There's sadness, actually. There's sadness more than anger. As my teacher, one of my teachers, Yoli, has mentioned, you know, what a blessing to have the ability to study in an integrated way, right? And when we see people show up that have just bad, bad knowledge, poor insight, bad teachers, we can feel compassion for them, you know? Gosh, what a gift to be in integrity, you know, with each other and with a, with a pursuit of the truth that is grounded in reality. And so I guess I'm just trying to say, I'm, I'm practicing how I can reflect toward them, right?
Thank you for joining us today for Tea and Contemplation. I think I made a passing reference to uh, Audre Lorde there. Her name is spelled L-O-R-D-E. And the essay that I was referring to um, is her brilliant essay about uh, writing poetry that can be found in Sister Outsider, a collection of her essays. Um, highly recommend that one for a couple of just banger, total bangers in there that I really, <laughs> I, I really consider um, spiritual texts in their own right. Um, so highly recommend that book, Sister Outsider by Audre Lorde. And if you have any questions about uh, me or what I said, you can find me at mm -hmm. adam at adamgrassi.com. That's G-R-O-S-S-I. Over to you, Suze. And you can find me at suze at beingtea.com. And Tea and Contemplation, we should say, is also a live practice. We host this space every Friday morning at 8 a.m. Central Time. Uh, if you'd like to be in community with other practitioners, you're always very welcome to join us for the live session. And we hope to see you in our space sometime soon.